Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Oh, say Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show, Life, Love, and Liberty. How many of you have an entirely brand new vocabulary regarding the elections, right? I mean, there's certain things that most Americans know, like mail-in ballots, provisional ballots, absentee ballots, about just showing up and casting your vote on the day of the election, early voting. These are terms that most liberty-loving, law-abiding, decent human beings, American citizens, legal American citizens who vote, are familiar with. But in the age of let's steal an election, really with the ultimate purpose of stealing the nation, right? That's what we're contending with now. I'm in ground zero here in Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you for all of you who have are new to my uh, on-air family and those of you who are now following me. If you're on Facebook, you're pretty much SOL. I do not post nearly as much on Facebook. If you're looking for my updates and my, quote, news, my commentary, you'll find most of that um, highlighted on Twitter. So if you can't figure it out, I don't know what to tell you, but Facebook is throttling my account. Once again, every single time I post something, I may have one person view it. That is just a waste of my time, and I'm not a woman who is interested in wasting my valuable my valuable time and resources. So follow me on Twitter. I don't do a lot on Parler either. I'll just be honest with you, or you can always go to my website. If it all goes to hell in a handbasket, until WordPress kicks me off, uh, you can find me at monicamatthews.com. Calm. So I have been in the thick of the briar patch, y'all, for the past uh, three weeks now with the rest of you. Very exciting. I love a good fight. I love a righteous fight. And this is a righteous fight. This is a righteous fight, baby. I mean, and I'm just Southern, German, and Greek enough to roll my sleeves up and get on down in the mud with the best of them. And so I've been very blessed to work alongside some really amazing people who are very much so at the top of their game. Um, and, and one gentleman uh, is someone I've introduced to my audience on several occasions. He's no stranger to uh, law enforcement here in Georgia, uh, as well as our state legislature and multiple uh, multitude of constituencies about a man by the name of Derek Somerville, former FBI agent, very dear friend, I would actually consider him family at this point. Um, he brought to light, and we came to know one another by by this, um, he brought to light some real abuses that were happening in our state legislature in the way of legislative leave on behalf of leadership. 
And as we can see, our legislature is riddled with either really super bad actors, criminals, or pedophile friendly, which I would consider criminal, uh, are just outright spineless cowards. There are a handful of individuals who are standing up to say, we need to call a special session. That's a handful out of 159 counties. That's a problem. There's like two or three senators who are on board out of what, 56. I mean, come on. So Derek Somerville brought to light that there were some real delays of justice, justice, which ultimately resulted in justice denied that came out of our state legislature by way of the Speaker of the House, David Ralston. Derek Somerville took on an FBI-like investigation, unlike anything I'm sure this state has ever seen conducted by a layperson, by an average citizen at this point, because he wasn't doing it in his capacity as an FBI agent. He was doing it as a really pissed off taxpayer, father, husband, and decent human being. And he has a skill set at his disposal that most of us will never have at our disposal, and he loves getting into the weeds where most people go to die. Most people will bow out, not even gracefully. They just jump the hell out as soon as they hit the weeds because it requires time and it requires a few resources because, you know, you have to pay for things like copies in every courthouse you go to to pull records and court files and transcripts and all those things. It costs you, right? So he has resources, personal resources at his disposal. He's a very successful businessman in his, in his own right. He's an entrepreneur, husband, father, a just great citizen, Marine. I mean, he's just, he's a great guy, okay? Well, guess what else he's done recently other than exposing corruption in our state legislature? He has taken it upon himself to take numbers that, once again, information that is at public at the disposal of the public, it is within arm's reach of you and me. It just takes time and it takes energy and a few resources to be able to pull it off. But he is the gentleman I introduced to you guys on Twitter who brought forth someone else's work, actually. He's working in tandem with another gentleman uh, here in the state of Georgia who is essentially, this is like his geeky nerd business. He pulls numbers and statistics and voter. He loves to follow, 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 love it. It's my Southern. Um, he loves to follow my, <laughs> I am I'm just Southern as a biscuit y'all, but he loves to follow uh, the numbers. All right. And voter rolls. I mean, who would have thought that we need to understand what ballot stuffing was or, uh, or, you know, how many people are, uh, who have turned in their change of address, how important that is to an election, right? Because the narrative right now is, well, it's just a just a few hundred. It's just a little bit of fraud. I mean, it, it's not that much. It's kind of like when I talk about gang activity, criminal gang warfare, right? Crime in the city of Atlanta, which is a dump at the moment. And, and I hear law enforcement peeps say, and I'm not talking about cops, I'm talking about the people who are like completely biased and bought on your benches and in your district attorney's offices. And well, it's just, I mean, it's just, it's just a bump in crime. It's only a few murders. 
there's only a few rapes. There's only like 10 kids who were trafficked, right? There's only a few votes that are missing. So it's only a little bit of fraud. Well, I'm just going to ask you this. I'm going to throw this out here. How much is enough? Like, I know we're all, we're focused on this now, and we have actually let it go for so long, and we're just arrogant enough in our country. We're not even naive enough. I think we're just arrogant enough to think that our actual own countrymen and women will conspire against us to take us out by way of our elections. Like, that they somehow are above the fray and above the temptation of money, power, notoriety, access, but they're not. And we see that now. And we see that certain things were connected to the internet. And there's not an air gap in between your vote and the voting machine, the software, and bad actors all over the world, not just this country. We see that now, right? But it's just a few. I mean, it's just a little bit of fraud. We've said that for years. We have laughed at my city of Fulton, my Fulton County, my county of Fulton, for years, we have laughed at the city of Atlanta. Well, you know, that's just how it is. It's the black mafia. They're just a bunch of gangsters. You know, that's just how they roll. We, uh, they're always corrupt, Monica. You know, what are you going to do about it? I'm like, well, I don't know. How about someone actually stepping up and standing in the gap? So that's exactly what Mr. Derek Somerville has done. He has taken numbers from another gentleman. Uh, when I say numbers, they have, com- they have compiled the list that is that you have public access to. This isn't some mystery file that's somewhere out there in the, you know, in the ether. This is right here in the state of Georgia that the Secretary of State's office has and co- clearly has done nothing with, right, as they're busy signing compromises and your actual election away to the Democrats. But there are lists of folks who have had a change of address. They should have been purged from our roles. But they weren't. To the tune of 58,000 of them, I broke this to you this, this week, and Derek has actually taken the time to sit and sift through some of them to basically pull a legitimate, viable stat to come to a conclusion is if out of, out of 58,000, I've come up with 500 people who definitely no longer live here who definitely cast a vote, who were definitely outside of the 30-day window of being allowed to vote here. Um, That's a problem. That's a little bit of fraud that goes a long way. That tells a story. That's evidence. That's the big E word that no one wants to admit. Kind of like sworn testimony and affidavit it, okay, pay attention. Super, super duper simple, and I'm not a law student, although I've thought about it in recent days. But affidavit equals evidence. Sworn testimony is on an affidavit. It is, uh, you, it, is, it is by law. You could be perjured for not telling the truth on a sworn testimony called affidavit, which is now evidence. These are, these are terms that are so simple that the left is like, nope, and not even the left. I'm sorry. Hold on. Um, the anti-American conservative media will tell you there's no evidence. Well, this is evidence. 58,000 plus people who should have been purged from the rolls, or at the, at the very least, you could conclude that even if there were 10 to 20% of them 
who maybe they moved counties. Some of you are like, yeah, but what if they just moved counties? What if they're still in the state of Georgia? That That's like a very typical argument, right? But if you think about it, if you cast a vote in the wrong county, your vote is Ill- illegitimate. Your vote's not supposed to matter. And there's so much illegitimacy, there's a word of the left, in this election that most of us reasonably thinking human beings look at this and go, this whole thing needs to be thrown out. I mean, seriously, when you realize that we were connected to the internet, that that our computers in Georgia for sure were connected to the internet, to the interwebs, on election night, through Smartmatic, through Dominion, that's a problem because votes were changed in real time. I've spoken with three candidates, at least, who watched their totals on election night go down. I don't know if you understand how elections work, but very simply, your opponent should, as they increase, your numbers don't decrease. Your numbers stay the same while theirs increase. I mean, that's how that works. You don't take away from one cookie jar to give to the other. That's not how this works. But that's what happened in not only the presidential, but in your entire down ballot. And that's a problem. And it should be a problem. So even if 10% of those people and and what we're uncovering through Derek Somerville's work, um, independent work, mind you, not being paid by anyone to do this, he is independently financially secure, Okay, just takes the time and has a skill set to pull it off and loves a good investigation and loves numbers and can and can point all the arrows to the things that we're all going, how did this happen? And this is how this happens. He he has two individuals for sure whose names have been changed. It's on his Facebook page. You can also follow his work on my Facebook page, which is the Monica Matthews. But two of them for sure, one in Oregon, one in New York, who no longer live here who requested an absentee ballot, the one person who moved to Oregon, her family still lives in the house here, and cast her absentee ballot for her. Again, illegal. I didn't make the rules. I'm just telling you, that's what the law is. It's illegal. You don't cast someone else's ballot, I would imagine, unless you are their power of attorney. And even in that, you would sign off for that. Her signature is signed in both places. That's a problem. She had moved six months prior to this election. That's a problem. She has a full-blown life going on in Oregon. She is not temporarily there working on assignment. She's not shacking up with some dude. She's literally hunkered down and made a life there. So she's not a Georgia resident, yet she voted in the November 3rd general election. That is illegal. That is evidence. And that is fraud. That is a problem. Okay, another person, New York City, same thing, has a whole other life there, found on, found to have voted here while requested the absentee ballot. Because remember, the applications were sent out in mass on behalf of our now what most people would consider still to be proved alleged corrupt and criminal. Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger's office. There's a ton of allegations um, that that his office has conspired to do a lot more than just met, not just, but mess with our election. 
that there was money passed through hands. I have not seen that evidence. I'm not a part of that discovery. Um, I am close with people who are. Uh, so I'm very careful not to throw people under the bus um, without using the word alleged. So there, there's my disclaimer, allegedly. But people are so over the Secretary of State. Not only is the president referring to him as an enemy of the state, an enemy of the people, he is an enemy. That's the president, right? Also retracting his support of our governor here, Brian Kemp, who has turned into an, an ultimate abysmal flop in the eyes of the entire country. From our executive branch down, not just here in the Peach State. I mean, the president, Brian Kemp would have Never stood a chance in that election had Donald Trump not flown here and supported his butt in Macon, Georgia, and and put his rubber stamp of approval on that man. We all know that as Georgians, it would not have happened. Someone else was on the trajectory, and then he also, you know, he was slightly taken out by a private recording, um, or a recording that he was unaware of, I should say, a one-sided recording, which I'm not entirely mad about still, I'll tell you, um, but... When the president put his stamp on Brian Kemp, that was it. Georgia was like, okay, he's our dude. Pickup trucks, shotguns and all. We're good. Someone that sounds very okie doke, we're down. No problem. We got it. The president's on board. He's our that's he's his he's his boy, he's ours. We're good. Well, that endorsement has since been retracted. Now the president feels bad for his endorsement. He regrets I wouldn't say he feels bad, but he regrets his endorsement. And let me tell you something. A lot of people do. You know, I got to tell you, I, I'm in the fray. I'm in the, I'm in the, I say I'm in the fray, but I'm also 50,000 feet above it because I have to work. I have to set my mind to not only getting down here in the mud because I'm okay down here in the mud, but I do have to wash off and I do have to take a bath and get all cleaned up and get a warm, fuzzy towel and then get back into my spirit, man, where I look down on everything and go, okay, all right, let's let's look at this with different eyes. I have to get out of the natural. And and I usually stay in that area, but it's, it's tough once you're down in the battlefield. But I, when I'm not above it and I'm not in it, I am just like the rest of you where I'm tired and I'm and I'm slightly, I'm dismayed, I'm pissed. I feel heartbroken. I'm like a big, I live with a giant WTF on my forehead literally every day. Where I mean, just, I mean, me and my guy, we sit here and our phones are going off simultaneously because we're both in this swamp called politics. And we look at each other and just shake our heads and we're like, what? <laughs> What's next? I'll get like a, oh, hell out of him. And I, he'll get the same thing out of me. And we're like, what is happening? Thank God we have God. And we have each other to press into and go, okay, here's the deal. Uh, smarter minds will prevail. <laughs> Saner minds will. And, got, and people have been strategically placed in position for such a time as this. I cannot stress that to you enough. I just can't. When I say providence, process, and procedure, that is exactly what I mean. And I'm not moving from that. I have not budged from that. I have no idea how I ended up in in the flow of this, but it is my fight. It is my grit. It is how I was wired. It is This is a time just like this that I was wired for, and God only knows what is in store for me in the future, politically and otherwise, professionally. 
but this is my jam. This is my country. This is about justice. This is about theft. This is about what's right and what's wrong. This is about being abused. And can I tell y'all something? I have suffered through every bit of that since I was three years old. So my resolve goes way back. My resolve goes back to my youth. Injustice has been ingrained throughout my life. It has been, it has been the fabric of, of shaping my personality. That either I was going to ball up and curl up in the corner, and some days I do. Don't get me wrong. Some days I cry like the rest of you. Some days I just shake my fists at the heavens and go, what is happening in my life as well as just in the world? But more days than not, I pull up my bootstraps and I get right back up and I assess the battlefield and I assess my friendlies and my foes. And some days those change, which is what's happening now. So the most important thing to do when you have been used, abused, lied to, stolen from, defrauded, all of that yuck, demonic stuff is to set your resolve to look up to where your help comes from. And I'm telling you right now, this is a season of providence, process, and procedure. I cannot stress that enough. So when you're beginning to lose heart, And you're watching the crap show that we saw unfold last night. I'm not kidding. In a matter of hours, it was, okay, we have a ruling. Awesome. Um, Defendants are hereby enjoined and restrained from altering, destroying, or erasing, or allowing the alteration, destruction, or erasure of any software or data on any Dominion voting machine. Okay? So this was a big, big victory for Team Trump. Right? It was like we were taking control of the voting machines while... Fulton County was keeping the GOP, any Republicans, out of their area while they were, uh, what are they, what, what was their exact term? Resetting, uh, repopulating, resetting the machines, right? The machines that are now part of a criminal investigation because fraud, in this case, would be criminal. I mean, there are multiple levels to fraud, civil and criminal. This would be criminal. Someone interfering in our election and changing votes, that's criminal. That's not just a civil issue. It's criminal. It's fraud. Criminal fraud. So Fulton County, Georgia last night decided, you know, we're just going to reset. We're just going to reset these damn things. And the Republicans were like, well, hold up, hold up, hold up. We're on our way. Locked out of the building for four hours, according to state chairman, Georgia GOP chairman, David Schaefer. This is all public knowledge. He's on Twitter tweeting about it. And he's like, you guys can't even believe what's happening right now. We can't, and we've and, and our hands are tied. Meantime, we're waiting for Team Sydney, Team Lynn Wood, uh, you know, multiple teams to uh, to get a stay really of execution on these on these machines. Where it's like, you the machines need to be taken into custody. <laughs> and since no one has the balls to step up and actually invite the GBI into the situation, so they could have gone over and taking them into custody. No one. There's not a single agency. There's not a single DA. No one's, No one invited them into this circus to say, hey, we need you to be a part of this criminal investigation. Now, I realize they are a state agency, and this is a federal issue, but, uh, but Sidney Powell and Lynn Wood are not part of the federal team of Team Trump. 
this is a federal investigation. But here, so you got to love the left. Okay. So apparently this judge's clerk, okay, they get the injunction, they get the, they get their stay and they get, and it's like a giant victory. And we're all like, yes, 30 minutes later, if I'm lying, I'm frying. Apparently this judge's clerk is like, oh, wait a minute. Here's precedent, right? No, this belongs to the counties. This is not a state issue. You can't, you can't hold this against the state. You have to file this at a county level. <laughs> and I'm like, so then the stay is removed. So now the machines are up in the air again. So we're all like, what? So I'm just, you know, my thumbs are busy texting people in the know. I'm like, what in the actual hell is going on? So apparently this clerk got it wrong. I don't know. But it gave them a few more hours to do some of their cleanup. You got to know that. And here's the deal. Anytime something like this changes, it flip-flops like this. I mean, you're, you're thinking to yourself, wow, we're already in the middle of fraud accusation galore, right? And so this is the last thing that you want to bring into the equation is this flip-floppy judiciary, this ruling that 30 minutes later was literally overturned by the same judge that ruled for it. Now, three hours after that, it was back in place. And so I believe these guys have 30 days in order to uh, deal with those machines. Now, it's my understanding, and these are much smarter people than me, sources within NSA who have said, if you do not get a copy of the transmission, if you do not capture the transmission that occurred, and this is something that would take the NSA to record, if you do not get that recorded, that the software is in fact wiped and it is reset. So there's no way to tell after the fact that fraud has been perpetuated. Now, listen, I'm not a rocket scientist. I do not work for NSA. Not even close. I don't know if that's true. I've passed that, on, that information on to others who would know if that's true. But if that's true, that's going to be interesting to be able to Check those machines, check the transmissions, because that's where it's going to be. That's where you're going to have to find your evidence that these things happened in real time. So listen, I know it's, oh, it's so much, and your mainstream media is never going to report this to you. They're just not. ABC, NBC, they are moving on with their love affair with the dude who can't even take his dog out for a poop without spraining his ankle. So it, or whatever he did, his shin, or I don't know, it's what happens to old people. So, and I feel for him. I'm sorry. But we don't know if he was like wandering through the lawn and this happened because he's trying to remember who he is. Um, we, I mean, anything's possible at this point. But their love affair and their attention, because their money channels are their pockets are so they are so in deep with this global initiative of upending this nation. You have to know that. I mean, you just have to be blind. That's not even alleged. I mean, there are just too many pocketbooks that are just free flowing cash at rivers of cash from the global sector of the globalist elites, such as George Soros who have media conglomerates in their hand. For instance, our local newspaper here in Atlanta, Georgia, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. 
So we're like, what, people are asking me, why can't we get any coverage on this with the 58,000 votes? I'm sorry, voters, who we know a large portion of them voted illegally in this general election, who will probably turn right back around and attempt to vote in this runoff, God forbid. I don't know how we'll do that, especially with these, you know, hopefully team, you know, team Sydney or team Lynn, who has ever, you know, uh, put forward this stay on the, uh, on the voting machines will be able to um, prove what they need to prove within the next 30 days. Otherwise, you are going right back into a Senate runoff that is extremely important with the same compromise system. And that's a problem. I have more fights with my friends who are well-meaning, who are like, you can't tell people not to vote, Monica. That's just, that's irresponsible because, you know, then we have no fighting chance. I'm like, you are literally voting in a compromise system. So the battle right now should be, and listen, if you guys as the voters of Georgia are so weak, if y'all are so feeble-minded and so just butthurt, and I hate that term, but I'm so over this stuff, where it's like they're mutually exclusive. If you can't keep the fire burning in your soul to get out and rock a Senate vote once the system is no longer compromised, then you deserve a Democrat uh, majority Senate. I'm sorry, you just do. I shouldn't have to pat you on the butt. I shouldn't have to send you gift cards. I shouldn't have to convince you of why this is a bad idea. Turn on your nightly news. Tune on. Tune into your mainstream media, radio outlets, and, and news outlets, and cable news networks, and watch what Biden is implementing. Watch what he wants to roll out from his fake from his fake office of president elect. The evidence is right in front of you. You see what you're in for. That is your get out and rock the vote calling card. Once the system is no longer compromised. So you should be meeting with Debbie Dooley and thousands of others down at the state Capitol tomorrow to march in protest in front of the secretary of state's office because, and our legislature needs to see you en masse on mess needs to see your faces. They need to see your faces and your flags and your voices. They need to see it 24 hours a day, seven days a week. There needs to be a special session called, and your legislature can do that. They do not need the inept, uh, Brian, possibly criminal, Brian Kemp to pull that off. They do not need the governor to pull that off. They need to call a special session in order to address all of this and to put a stop to the ballot harvesting, the ballot stuffing, and the absentee ballot just runaway criminal activity that, and honestly, it is criminal at this point because Brad Raffensperger has absolutely overstepped his boundaries as Secretary of State. That is something that is outlined in the Constitution of the United States of America. The laws are set forth so that the legislature sets forth election laws of your state, not your Secretary of State. So as far as I'm concerned, anything he has agreed to, any compromise, is completely and utterly legally illegitimate. It should not stand. So where are your legislators? Brian Kemp, you can forget about him standing up to this outside of a few little, you know, that his little millennial staff likes to whisper in his ear. If he thinks he has a snowball's chance in three hells of winning a re-election, that, I mean, come on. Come on, Brian. I'm just going to tell you, that ain't going to happen. Georgians, I don't care how much you went up against black girl magic Keisha about not having masks mandated all over the state or her trying to like, you know, usurp usurp her authority over masks in the city of Atlanta. Um, This is way bigger 
I mean, she is part of the problem, but way bigger. Georgians are not going to forget this. It won't happen. Oh, and let President Trump get in there for another four years, which I'm fully convinced he will. Through Providence process and procedure, you can forget a second term. A lot of grumblings about Vernon Jones running for governor. He has as much as implied it. I'm going to keep my opinions about that to myself right now because we have much bigger fish to fry. I will address that at a future date. There are opportunists everywhere. There are people who will absolutely come out of the woodwork who have joined forces who are really good at riding that fence that we talked about with my guests the other day. And he, and as he reminded us, the devil owns the fence. I like to say, I call it riding two horses with one ass. You can't really do it. Circus girls, you know, try to do it. And they look cute, little leotards and flashy dashy stuff. They're bedazzled stuff. But our politicians do it on the regular. And dare I say, hopefully that season for this, for that crap is over. But yeah, one term governor for sure. This has turned into a mess. If he's not indicted, I have no idea. I have not seen the evidence. I, I've, well, that's not altogether true. I have heard up close and personal the allegations, but I, I have not personally been uh, involved in connecting those dots. My, my chief goal is to keep your fire burning, is to keep you inspired. So I'm not going to hand out illegal gift cards to get you to go vote. I'm not going to hand out $20 bills or free lap dances at Magic City. I, I, you know, I'm not going to come grab you on the fur bus and take you to the station. I'm not going to send you 20 absentee ballots for one family member. I'm, that's just not what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you, excuse me, that if you cannot look in the mirror and see your own reflection, something's wrong with you. If you cannot look at what's happening and understand that there are mutually exclusive things occurring right now, what does that mean? Each one of those things stands on its own, mutually exclusive. So, voter fraud and a compromised system is exclusive, mutually to the fact that you need to turn out and vote once we no longer have a compromised system, right? That's mutual. That is exclusive unto itself, as well as the fact that we have a compromised system. There, some of you get very confused about what mutually exclusive means. It is exclusive unto itself. So set your mind to this. All of you whining and I'm not going to turn out and vote. Why would I do that? Okay, well, fair. In a compromised system, I don't blame you. But what you need to be doing is hauling your little whiny butt down to the Capitol tomorrow, 12 o'clock, as well as just keep blowing up those emails and the phone lines to your governor, to your secretary of state, to your lieutenant governor, to the deputy secretary of state, to his infamous Gabriel Sterling, uh, his chief operating officer, who apparently has some other business that's intertwined with all of this consultancy. Who knows? The web is, is wide and the web is tangled. But you, voter in the state of Georgia, you legitimate uh, Republican voter, the entire, not just the country, the world, is watching you. So it is not enough for you to sit back on your asses and wait for other people to do the heavy lifting. There are plenty of people. There's actually, there's actually, I would say this is like Gideon's army of the actual folks who are getting stuff done behind the scenes on your behalf, on the world's behalf, quite honestly, on that, on the behalf of justice, not just president Trump's behalf. 
he happens to be the one that's been defrauded at the moment out of four more years. But we've been defrauded of our liberty. I mean, that in, in the world will be defrauded of theirs because there's just not another nation that's going to rise up out of these ashes to do what we do, albeit imperfectly. But we do it nevertheless. So it's not enough for you to just take your ball and go home and be mad because the system's messed up and I'm not, I'm just not going to vote because I don't trust either one of them. Okay, well, get over it. If you find a politician that's not full of crap, then I'll kiss your feet. Sorry. And I know a lot of them. And I, I love plenty of them as well, but they're not perfect. It's important for us to get over this Jesus uh, ideation, if you will. Um, okay, so here's Governor Kemp to Trump. Georgia state law prohibits inter- election interference. Okay, well, yeah, we know that. We know that. It'd be great if you would send that memo over to your Secretary of State, who has spent more time. That's what I was going to tell y'all. The AJC, Atlanta Journal Constitution, y'all are like, why aren't we seeing any reports of the fifty-eight thousand uh, people who changed, who who requested change of address long before the election, right, and who actually moved long before the election, but nevertheless got an absentee ballot and voted? Okay, why haven't we heard from our local media about that? Well, I just want you to consider who sits on the board of our local media. And I'll just leave it at this. It's not filled with conservatives. When I speak of George Soros, Soros is just one figurehead of many tentacles who think and have just as, not just as much money, but they have resources that are abundant to change political tides. They're everywhere. And they sit in very interesting places like the board of your local newspaper. That's a problem for an unbiased uh, news outlet. That's a problem. That's why you're not hearing about things of this nature. That's why I've been warning you for about a year that you need to hunker down with personalities, with actual real people. I say personalities not because we're like, you know, there are days when we are entertaining, but people who love this nation as much as you do, who are not compromised. You need to find those people. We are out here. Any of you listening to me, that is why you listen to me. Because you know, I love you. I've got your back. I love I love this nation. I hold myself accountable for things I say, things I do. I'm not always right. I know I can be bombastic at times. I can be over the I know all that. That's part of my personality. You either take it or you leave it. I'm almost 50. I be what I be. But one thing you're not going to get from me um, are lies. And if I have, you're not going to get disinformation. I may misinform you and hit the mark sometimes, but I'm not going to disinform you. And I'm also not going to disenfranchise you. And I'm not going to agree with lies. And I'm not going to look at evil and call it good. I'm just not. And there are many of us out here, but those are the folks that you need to align with to to gather your information so that you can make the right decision for your family so that you can remain in peace and have a sound mind. It's not enough for you all to be like, well, God wins. Jesus is coming back. He come and get us anyway. This is just the wheat and the chaff. You know, I mean, God almighty, as a minister, I've heard it all, 
all the excuses that we don't occupy our territory as Christians. It is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I mean, one of those, one of those things I think God is going to look at us and be like, hey, um, so I made sure that you were born in the freest nation on earth at this time so that you can ensure that others after you are going to be born. And when you have the opportunity to actually get out and exercise your vote and, and stand up for righteousness, not Republicans, but righteousness, right? Tell me again why you sat in your recliner and, 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 and sent out hashtags of I went, God wins. How did that serve my cause of, uh, of taking the foot off of the oppressed, of helping the widows, of caring for the orphans, of making sure that my innocent children are not aborted, of protecting the nation that I birthed by way of borders from your enemies, right? From law and order and due process that I placed in the heart of man in order to fulfill that through this nation called America, where were you? What? I'm sorry. What? You were waiting on me to return? Okay. Or you had a you had a building fund, or your pastor needed a new jet. I mean, to go feed the pygmy kids over in New Guinea. I mean, like what? Okay. Yeah. No, I really think that's going to be one of the questions that that we're accountable for. What did we do civically? Because. While we are called foreigners, we are sojourners in this world. What that means is the world system. We are passing through this world system in this earth in physical bodies. As spiritually reclaimed human beings, having a spiritual experience as well as a human experience, we are spiritual beings having the human experience. I am convinced, because it's in the word, and I believe this, that we will be held accountable for what levels we went to to occupy this territory on behalf of God, the God of righteousness. Not some dead God or a dead prophet, but the God, the living God of righteousness. So please, I want to encourage you. There's so much going on. It is, I can't, there are five new things that just broke since I've been on this podcast with you that I, I can't even, I'm, I'm looking at them quickly and then turning away so I can continue this conversation because I, it's so much, I can't formulate it in real time and, and give you anything of value for your time. So the valuable comment that I have for you is this, the encouragement. There's a lot. I get it. I need you to set your mind. If you live in the state of Georgia, and let me tell you something. Even if you don't live in the state of Georgia, because I know many of you who listen to me don't live in my state, politics is no longer just local, hasn't been in a long time, and the Democrats figured that out a long time ago, okay? I need you to support the efforts of us here in Georgia. I need you to have our backs. I need you to support the efforts of Linwood, and I am not paid by Linwood. I happen to uh, think very highly of Linwood or put it toward uh, Sidney Powell's um, uh, funds and, and things that they utilize in order to keep this process moving, uh, you know, chip in to Kelly Leffler's campaign or David Perdue's campaign. There are ways you can do that. Uh, you can, you know, keep your foot on the neck of, 
of local and state officials. Keep the conversation going. Keep yourself apprised and informed as to what's really going on um, because mainstream media is not going to do that for you. It's not going to happen. Uh, But there are ways that you can engage in the righteous component of politics, which is ensuring that oppression does not win. And fraud is oppression. Fraud is oppression. So I want to encourage you to stay engaged. If you live in the state of Georgia, I need you to please separate these two events. You need to be pushing from the top of the hill and pushing the boulder up the hill along with others who are attempting to do this in a legal capacity, as well as in your social circles. I need you to push the ball up the hill in the way of getting this compromised system to the light and exposed for what's been compromised so that it's not allowed to be utilized in the Senate runoff while continuing to keep your oils and your lamps, your oil and your lamps filled with enthusiasm and encouragement to get out and still vote if and when the compromise system is remedied. I need you to do that. This is not the time for you guys to get tired and weary. We're all tired and weary. Take that stuff to the cross. You can send me emails. I'll send you a pat on the butt, whatever it is you need. But do not get off the field. This is not time for that. I need you to stand strong. You hear me? All right. I think I'll be back tomorrow. I don't know. I'm getting the heck out of Dodge, actually. I'm going on my mother-daughter beach trip prior to my daughter's wedding which is coming up at the end of the month, then we are both just heaven-bent on not allowing this election or COVID or anything else to schmobit or anybody else get in, get in the way of, of celebrating this new season of life for her. Many of, you feel, many of you feel like 2020 has just been a wash, but that's really not true. These are amazing times. These are exciting. Sure, and you know why I'm excited about it? Because it's so scary to actually ask for the truth of something to be revealed. But once it is whew, that you are on the train, you're on the highway to Liberty and it's scary because sometimes you got to walk it alone and, and the whole thing has to implode before it can be pieced back together. Sometimes that's what happens in our personal lives, happens in our businesses for sure in politics. And right now it's happening on a national level. But it doesn't have to rock your world. That is where your faith comes in. That's where my faith comes in. Where I'm like, okay, providence, process, and procedure. I also have three C's. I don't know what it is with me, my little threes, but my three C's. Communication for the sake of clarity and connection. And the, and the first component of communicating for with those two purposes in mind is getting honest, getting honest about where you are. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, driving down the road, you're trying, you have a destination in mind, but you don't, you don't have a, there's no way to ping where you are, right? You're, you've turned off your, your location system and your GPS is like, well, I can't help you because I don't know where you are. I can't get you to your destination because I don't know where you are. And apparently you don't either. 
And so there's there's no way to navigate forward to the to the destination you're attempting to get to. It's the same way in our personal relationships. It's the same way in your company. It's the same way in politics and on, on the general landscape of this nation politically. We have to get honest. The reason we voted for Donald Trump was because he was honest. He looked at it and said, this thing is a swamp. And the best thing we can do is pull the plug. <laughs> and he wasn't afraid to do it because he had nothing to lose. He was beholden to no one. I love the fact that people were like, oh, I'm such a narcissist. I'm like, that is actually the best thing we could ever ask for. You know why? Because he, he hates to lose. He doesn't want to lose. He's not a dictator. He's someone who takes pride in his work. And he has taken up the mantle of navigating the ship of this country, which I don't personally believe is the, is the Titanic. And no, I'm not asleep. and I'm not rearranging the chairs on the deck. Um, I believe we are the USS, I mean, God. We are the USS Liberty. We are the USS, you know, we are not going to be sunk. We are USS Humility. We are USS Preserved. We are USS Provided For. We are USS Providentially, Divinely Inspired Out of the Heart and Mind of God. That's what I believe about this country. I do not believe we are the Titanic. I believe we have systems that represent the Titanic. But I do not believe this nation, as we have come to love her over these hundreds of years and, and how she was birthed in the heart and mind of God. No, I do not believe she's the Titanic. I do not believe we are Rome. And I believe if we could ever get out of our own way and put aside the American pride and get on board with the American gratitude, I believe that God will honor this country for into many generations to come. I believe that we can and will and we're birthed to usher in his kingdom through righteousness and justice and actual godly peace. And I'm going to tell you something. For those of you who are like, peace, 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 there, there's, there's never going to be peace until this entire set is reset by, the, by God himself through Christ. And we can strive for peace, and we are called to strive for peace with any man who's interested in having peace with us what you're called to do. But when you can't, the Bible is very clear about what you do. You dust your feet and you keep your peace. So many of you would do well to just dust your feet this evening, hug your babies, have a different conversation around the dinner table, set boundaries around your mind, around your eyes and your ears, and what you take into your hearts. And if you're going to communicate, do so for the, for the sake of clarity. Get honest about where you are right now where we are right now in the nation. We are not unified. And Biden's for damn sure not going to make us unified. That'll never happen. I, I, will, I would never unify under, under that wickedness. I would never unify around wickedness. That's called spiritual codependency, calling that which is evil good in the name of love. I will never do that. And you shouldn't either. So be encouraged. I'll be back tomorrow. I think we are going to head out of here and go to the beach and enjoy some sun and all that good stuff. Spend some mama-daughter time. Your lives are still going on. You can do it all, actually. You can stay engaged, stay motivated, keep your oil burning, leave the heavy lifting up to people who have been called to do so, trust in God, 
Keep your prayers going up day and night. Take your peace and know that this too shall pass. All right. All right. Be good to your neighbor beginning your own mirror. Remember, if you're an American, act like one.